you are about to watch Plerud by Pastor Chumdi Ohahuna. As he brings to you a message from God's Word, that will build you up and make you complete in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 15 verse 8, Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. We pray that as you watch this teaching you will receive the empowerment to bear much fruit in Christ. Now listen. The benefits and the effects of Jesus what? Fulfilling the law. What are the benefits of the truth that Jesus fulfilled the law? And what are the effects to us today? Amen to Jesus. Yes. He said, Father, we all take it so that we can fully maximize what Jesus has done for us. We stay on the teachings of Jesus, the revelation of Jesus. And I believe that there's a revolution that is happening in the realms of the spirit. And it's so manifest physically. Amen. There's a revolution happening. And when Jesus is preached, when it's preached in power, great miracles happen. Are you know what I'm saying? And when I ask the Lord, why do you what am I to do? And the Lord, in my sleeping alive, the Lord, and I heard the voice of the Lord tell me a verse of scripture. And I went there, and the summary of everything was the Lord was telling me, keep preaching Jesus with boldness. Keep preaching him with boldness. Keep preaching him with boldness. Are we together? And so I said, alright, that's what you say, Lord, I continue. We are preaching Jesus with more boldness. There is a revolution in the realms of the spirit. Something is about to happen physically. And when it happens, it will tear our nets to contain what God is about to do. So there is a build-up in the realms of the spirit, and we are expecting to manifest physically shortly. Amen to Jesus. So Jesus will be the Lord, cause a change to happen in the whole operations of life. Life change. The operations of life change. Totally. It was a total change. Now, um, this, this, this change is of great benefit to every follower of Jesus Christ. Amen. This change is of great benefit to every follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we, we, we have to know this change so we can know the benefits we have. Now, these are the benefits of the of Jesus fulfilling the finished work of fulfilling the, the law. Amen. Number one, the, the blood sacrifices ended because Christ fulfilled all that they were pointing to it. Amen to Jesus. Jesus was the final and unrepeatable sacrifice for sin. It was the final and unrepeatable sacrifice for sin. So he sacrificed, there was no need for his sacrifice again. Amen. 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 Let's not see this in scriptures. You read chapter 9, verse 12, King James Version, and I'll use the easy English translation. It says, Neither by the blood of goats and cows, but by his own blood, entered in once, how many times? Once, into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Now, here is very long. The priest goes into the holy place with the blood of animals. Not with his own blood. Uh, why should he use his blood to, to make a to make for him? <laughs> if he cuts his hand and removes some of his blood uh, and to make a to make for him, the priest will not do that. Amen. Even for himself, he will not use his blood. Are we together? He even has to use the blood of an animal to atone for himself. Praise the Lord for the more. Because according to God's operations, his blood is already polluted by sin. Amen. So he uses an animal's blood, which is happening lower than him. But before God, it is not 
considered as a polluted blood, praise the Lord forevermore. And a man cannot by himself atone for his sin. Amen. He needs someone else to atone for his sin. So the priest goes with, with goes into the bodies of all with the animal's blood. But Jesus went in with his own blood. His own blood. He carried his own blood. Now that's why that's the reason why Jesus is clearly in heaven as flesh and bone, not blood. No blood again. He emptied the whole blood and took the whole blood for atonement. Amen to Jesus. Now, so look at the reason she says, Christ went in into its most holy rewards for all time. He did not offer the blood of goats. I like the reason he should it. He makes us many. He did not offer the blood of goats. Amen. Amen. And the young cows when he went in there. He offered his own blood after he died. He made us free from everything that we do wrong. He made us free always. Always. Not for some time, but what? Always. And he made us free from everything wrong we do. So if we are seeing anything wrong, it means that we have abandoned his freedom and we have gone into bondage by ourselves. Are you not saying? He made us free from everything wrong. Not something wrong. That's what we say. You see, and uh, uh, there's this anger that I have. This is my anger. No, if you still have anger, that means you have refused his gift of freedom. Yes. He says he made everything from everything, everything includes that thing you are calling your anger. It is not your own. The reason why it has remained your own is because you have called it your own. If you keep calling it your own, that means you are saying, Jesus, you can free me from everything you want. This anger like is not free me from it. And it's a choice. So you made yourself a, a captive. Amen. Amen. An unlawful captive by right. Anyway, you made yourself an unlawful captive because he has freed you from everything. And if it is own blood, not with the blood of any other animal or goat or whatsoever, if it is his own blood, that means he he, he was not he, the reason why he did his blood is because he was not atoning for his own sin. He was atoning for the sin of the world. Now the army the, 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 the priest used the blood of the animal to atone for the sin of the people. Why? Because the animal is the animal blood is being used to atone for another. If the animal is to atone for his own sin, he cannot use his own blood. Why? Because according to the fall of man, every blood is polluted. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Sin is entirely blood. But no man can stand before God by himself and atone for himself. Just the same way you cannot stand before the judge and make and, and, and plead the case for yourself without the name of a lawyer. Are you getting what I'm saying? According to the normal standard, without the name of a lawyer, a counsel, you cannot stand before the judge and plead your case by yourself. But you need a lawyer to do that for you. Same way man can stand before God and be an atone for his sin. He needs the counsel. He needs the video with Jesus to atone for his sin. And Jesus did that for man with his blood. So here is very good. Why the priests were making atonement for the people in the old time? Let me use this word. The blood of the animal, a lesser blood, was a medium of atonement. So let me say this very well. Man was using a counsel, a counsel lower than him. Are you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because when Jesus went before the Father, he went before the Holy Spirit, he went with his own blood. He came as a counselor, and then, what? With the blood. The blood was what spoke. Are you know what I'm saying? Yes. 
Bible says, and the blood of him, and the blood of him, you speak a better things than the blood of him. It is not Jesus that came before. When Jesus came before, he didn't come to start saying, Lord, see, I did this, I did that. What did he do? As he showed the blood, the blood spoke atonement. He spoke forgiveness. He spoke permission of sin. And he still speaks. As I can see, the blood just cleansed us. Cleansed his present continuous. Compensed continuous. He cleansed us from all sins. Why? It is still speaking. Jesus did not come to the Father. When he died, he took his blood from earth. That's why I told you, you don't talk about what I said to my father. I'm going to the priest so that when the priest is, when the priest is, is, is to go before him, go, 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 go to make an atonement, he doesn't allow anything to touch him or anything to touch him so as to prevent defilement. And so Jesus, Jesus wanted to fulfill the priestly order in totality for him to have fulfilled and ended the Old Testament priesthood. He must do the final part of it. Which is going before the holies of holies, purified, pure, and holy, not being touched by anything. Indeed, he crossed the teeth and got his eyes. And so he went before the Father with his blood. But Jesus, when he went before the Father, he didn't speak. It was the blood that was what? Speaking. Jesus is the mediator of the New Testament. But the blood is the one who atones. Are you getting me? The blood speaks on behalf of those it has worked for. That is the blood of believers. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, in the Old Testament, the priest was the mediator of the Old Covenant. Are you getting what I'm saying? The priest was the mediator of the Old Covenant. But the blood of the animal was the one who speaks. The blood of the animal was what speaks and atones for what? For the people. So the blood is the counsel. The blood is the lawyer that speaks. Are you getting what I'm saying? For remission of sin. For, for, for forgiveness of sin. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's the blood that speaks for forgiveness of sin. Jesus stands before the Father as our mediator and then his blood speaks as our counsel. The Old Testament priest stands in the holies of holies before Yahweh as the mediator between Yahweh and the people. And the blood of the animal speaks as the counsel for the people. What a terrible counsel. No wonder God not fell of this counsel. <laughs> Have you seen terrible counsels? Pray not to meet one. You get fed up. Even the drug will get fed up. Amen. Amen. Right. In accordance with the statute instituted by God in the Old Testament, the priest was to atone for the sin of the people or the nation on a yearly repeated basis using the blood of the animals. Now look at what happens. He brings the meaning. We study that was not last two years. Yeah. He takes the animal blood and mixes it with water and then takes the high salt and he sprinkles it seven times upon the individual. Are we together? Then that's when he's doing them. He goes into the holies of holies. He takes the animal blood and he sprinkles it on the mercy seat. In the eyes of priests, sprinkle it on the mercy seat and on the corners of the holies of all. When that holies of all must have really been bloody, praise God. The mercy seat must have been how many years of sprinkling blood? The top would have been very, very bloody. And you know how animal blood will smell over the time. But I believe the presence of God will diffuse the smell and we don't have to smell. Praise God for you. And, and who knows? Are you getting what I'm saying? But the, the blood of the animal he 
is what speaks, amen, is what, to the, is what stands as a counsel, praise the Lord forevermore. And he does this on a repeated basis, yearly, 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 repeated basis. He brings that terrible counsel before the judge of the whole earth every year. And every year when he's bringing this, the judge of the whole earth will say, this counsel is coming again. Hush! I need a change. Are you know what I'm saying? Because imagine you as an individual. You get a counsel, a lawyer, that you know more about the world. <laughs> you, you, you are an accountant or you are a doctor, you are an engineer, and you need to go to the court to present a case, to move a motion or to plead a case. And you, the doctor, knows more about the law than the lawyer they employ. Is that not a terrible situation? And that's what was happening. The activist was a mediator. And he knew the law more than the blood of the, the animal, because he used an animal blood. The animal blood no more about the law. He used the law, he, he, he used the, he, he knew the law more than the counsel that he brought. And what was the blood of the animal speaking? Imagine. The blood of Jesus speaking better than the blood of Abel. The blood of God speaking better than the blood of a man. Then what was the blood of the animal speaking then? I've come again. I've come. I've come. I've come. I've come. Okay, what do I have to say? I've come. You said they should use me to atone. So I've come for them to use me to atone. Atone. Where did this change come? Are we going to say? A lower council. Praise God. Don't want to hear any business. You can imagine how weary God was. Every year, you will see this council. Every year. Every, every, this guy has come again. Exodus 30 verse 10. Since an arrow shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year, with the blood of the sin offering of atonement, once in a year shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generations. Throughout your life, God. What he, God has not given the God said was ready to make to 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 to, to manage this thing. It is most holy unto the Lord. Number the Leviticus verse sixteen verse thirty one says, and this shall be an everlasting statute unto you to make an atonement for the children of Israel for all their sins once a year. And he did as the Lord commanded Moses. Now let me get you something clearly here. Um, where most of the time the Jews mix it up is because of some pains that were used here. Look at here, it says, and Abraham shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year, the blood of the sin of your atonement. Once in a year shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generations. That statement is here. Throughout your generations. So for them, God has said it is throughout our generation. So throughout our generation, we have to be doing this blood worshiping one. Atonement with animals. I don't know what I'm saying. Even when I'm not even now, but they still believe that this is the way to God. God has said throughout your generation. But unknown to them that this atonement was a year, was a shadow of the real atonement to God. And here is very good. It was to be done once a year. And look at Hebrews chapter 9, verse, verse 12. It says, Neither by the blood of Moses and of Christ, but by his own blood, enter in once. See, it is all a matter of what? Words. And the matter of what says a day in a, 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 a thousand years is as the Lord as a day. Now, if you talk about all your generations, 
generations. Calculate all your generations. How many thousand years is, going to, is it going to amount to? So I mean about a day, once, once a year, once a year, once a year, once a year. The key factor here is not about the number of generations. It's not about the number of days. The key factor is about what? Once. And if God says it is done once a year, and God says, okay, finally I want to be done once and for all. I agree. So the once a year was a pointer to the once and for all. Are you getting me? Yes. And the Lord says, throughout your generation, throughout your generation, throughout your generation. Now, it's also a pointer as to what the once and for all sacrifice will do for them throughout their generation. So it says, and this shall be an everlasting, everlasting statue. It's another word that says throughout the generation. Next is everlasting statue. So, so this was put form a serious challenge to the people of Israel. And God says it shall be throughout the generation. Let's God say it shall be an everlasting status. So, so as he said, so shall it be. But God did not change his state words either. That did this thing is fine. But when he says this, it will be, this act was a shadow to the real thing. Now, so when the real thing comes and he goes in walls, just the same way the priest goes in walls in here, he goes in walls. Now, when Jesus did his atonement, the priest, yes, the priest did his atonement from time perspective. Are you getting it? Jesus did his atonement from eternity's point of view. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because God says, and it was the lamp, the lamp that was seen from the foundation of the earth. From the foundation of the earth means that <laughs> time began when God said that there light. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, when the earth was being founded, that was even pre, pre the creation. Are you getting what I'm saying? It means that time had not begun there. So, Jesus was slain as a lamb from eternity. That's when he was slain. As a lamb, and it was done once. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so Jesus was slain from eternity once and for all. Why these priestly sacrifices were done once in a year? Now, the priest was to carry the sacrifice once in a year from time perspective. Why Jesus, the great high priest, was carrying out his own sacrifice, his own atonement, his blood, once and for all from eternity? So while the priest was looking at time to keep on his exercise, Jesus had already done his own from eternity to take care of the priest's exercise. Yes. So which is greater, eternity and time? Yes. So when God was saying, this shall be a statute for you, everlasting statutes, and he says, the, uh, it shall be for all your generations. Now, he was trying to make them understand that I'm giving you just a shadow a shadow of what had been done from eternity. Eternity, this thing has been done, and it was done once. You are doing it in time, but you have to move from time, in, you have to move from time into eternity. Now, if I began from eternity, eternity to time goes into eternity. God says, if began from eternity, I want you to move in time, and from time, enter into eternity. That's the reason why God says, for God's love, the word that gives me the lesson, that whosoever believeth in should not perish, but how long? You are entered into eternity while you are still in time. Yes. Why? Because this sacrifice was not done in time. It was done in eternity and manifested in time. So all those who receive it in time enter into 
And that's what these people don't understand yet. We are progressing from eternity to eternity to eternity. And when you get this thing that Christ has done for you, he told you, you are no longer living in time. You are an eternal being living in time. Yes. Not limited by time. That's not the teaching for today. So when God says that an eternal status, when God says it was for all generations, he was making them understand that they are moving from a from time into eternity. So please stop doing this hearing time restrictions. Do what was done for you before time began. But I'm giving you a taste into it. Are you what I'm saying? Now the Jews had this taste. Even the Gentiles didn't have it. I cannot say. That's why people appreciate him most of the times. But God gave them the taste of it so that they can embrace what was done in their time. Faster. This exercise was done to cover the sins of the nation of Israel for that year. This was because the blood of animals could not take away the sins of man. As a result of this, it had to be a yearly sacrifice. Now we see why God said they had to eat yearly also. Why? Because the blood of animals could not take away the sin of man. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But above all, this was a taste of what was to come. This was a taste of what was done in eternity that manifest in time and will continue in eternity. Amen to Jesus. This was just a taste. But God said, do it annually. Why? Because this animal's blood cannot take any sins. But there is a once and final sacrifice that I have done before time began. And it will be so manifest physically for you. But let's keep having a clue as to what this sacrifice is all about. Look at the image of the verse 4. It says, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sin. It says it is not what? Possible. It is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. It is not possible. It is not possible. That's why we said that that concept was a very, 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 let me use the word, very, very terrible concept. Even the, the, the blood of the, the blood of the humans were more powerful than the blood of these of these animals, praise the Lord forevermore. And it's impossible for their blood to take away sins. That is why it had to be done on an annual basis. It was the atonement as it were was not for the remission and the forgiveness of sin. It was for the covering of sin. Amen to Jesus. Now, sin God cannot behold sin. Are you getting what I'm saying? God cannot behold sin. But God cannot look through blood. Hear me very well. God cannot behold sin, but God cannot see through blood. Are you getting me? Yes. He cannot see sin. He cannot behold sin, but he cannot see through blood. Now that is the reason why the blood was to be sprinkled on the mercy seat. Why? When the blood inside the tab, in the, inside the tabernacle, the mercy seat covered the tabernacle. Inside the tabernacle was um, the Ten Commandments, which was the proof of man's rebellion to God, the man, which was the proof of man's rejection of God's provision, and Aaron's mother, which was the proof of man's rejection of God's need that instituted leadership. I get what I'm saying. So, these three items in the, in the tabernacle were proofs of what? Man's absolute rejection and rebellion towards God. They were proofs of sin of the children of Israel. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then the message was to cover this. And God told anyone, and told the don't waste and anyone, never ever should the message be open. Are you getting what I'm saying? God told them, never should that message be open. Why? Because God never wants to see sin. Are you getting what I'm saying? He cannot look at it. In fact, the moment sin is exposed, what happens is that God calls it back. 
<laughs> Let me not go for that, please. Because this, I still have a long way to go. Alright. So failure to, 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 to do this act resulted in the sins of the children of Israel ex remaining exposed to God. The end result of the sins of the nation not at all for as many as so many evils like death, epidemics, famine, and the likes. These were the results of their sin, not necessarily the judgment of God. I hear what I'm saying. But we must get this clear. Like I was saying, I said, when the children went, when in the, the after the tabernacle was put on an ass and it was left, uh, and the ass strayed into the, into the bush, and then some people came around and they, they, they surrounded the ark, and then one person who, who was who said it was prayed, went to open the necessity, and instantly what happened, thousands of men died. They didn't die because God struck them. No, it was always getting straight. God does not kill people for sin. Sin kills people it uses. Thou art of purer eyes than to behold evil, and cannot look on iniquity. 
says, before your holy eyes, sin may not be seen. Sin cannot just, it cannot just come close. And you are able to put up the wrong. Ah, is it this God was telling you? I don't know, some of us, we hold this great teaching that we talk, like the way we talk, we hold this great teaching as if God can put up the wrong. Are you getting what I'm saying? As if God's eye can see sin. That's the way we teach you, some of us, the way we teach this great teaching. But the way the great teaching actually is, is that God cannot put up the wrong. And his eyes are holy, his eyes are holy. They cannot see sin. That's why he told them, put the message on top of those three things. I want to keep remembering, I want to be seen there. Even on top of the message, I don't want to see the message. Put blood on top of it every year. Let blood be speaking and calling attention for the message. Because blood does not speak to me. That message said to Are you something? Yes. So God cannot be on sin, he cannot look on sin. And that's the reason why the atonement must be done every year. Although the mercy seat covers those three objects, yet it was important for the atonement to be done, for blood to call the attention of God to mercy every year. Because the voice of blood God cannot reject. When the first man that committed murder king killed his brother Abel, even when in quote the law was not in existence then physically, God could not sing unto the voice of blood. Are you getting me? Yes. That's why it's very dangerous when people share innocent blood. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. I heard a story about a particular man who had a house here, a slave. Let's use the word a slave. Now what happened was that there were this, there was in this family, all the ladies there did wear in their 40s, late 40s, and, and just like that. Beautiful, 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 over beautiful girls. But yet, all of them were virgins. Not we get married. Ah, what is it good man? They prayed and prayed, finally they went to the last of this time. As they prayed and prayed and prayed, what happened? The Lord catapulted the list and they saw what happened, what they are praying their father did. They are praying their father was a rich man, very wealthy man, very, very wealthy man, very wealthy man. And then he has slaves. And on one of the slaves was a very beautiful girl, a beautiful virgin. And then his son, his son, liked the girl. I want to marry the girl. And then they said, no, no, the committee said, no, the committee said, this cannot happen, marrying the slave is not possible. And the father also said, no, it's not possible. The son begged. Please, I love this girl. He said, no, no, it's not possible. And then the girl begged, please, ah, said, no, no, it's not possible. They said, okay, the only way to solve the problem is for the man to kill the girl. He took his slave as an animal, as a cow like a cow. And now they begged nothing. They begged nothing. The one said, you kill the girl. He took the girl to where we killed the girl. Before he killed the girl, the girl said, please, I have something to say. He said, say what you say. He said, just the same way you are taking my life and never allowed me to enjoy womanhood. Never allowed me to even enjoy having a man to marry. Never allowed me to even enjoy having a child at all. So your daughters will be. They will never enjoy womanhood. They will never enjoy what it means to have a child. They will never enjoy what it means to be married. You can kill them. They killed again. Generations after, the blood started talking. He started shouting. 
is the reality. If not for God. So God, you see, God cannot save to the voice of blood. He can't save you. What blood speaks, it's justice. It's the justice system of God. He has to attend to it. So people have to be very careful when they take blood. He must save you. Even if you feel the blood is guilty, allow justice to take it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Don't take it by yourself. Take it before the Lord and let the Lord do the necessary. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen to Jesus. And if you say, ah, don't worry, the Lord kill them. No, the Lord is a great judgment of them. If you have a mind, take the blood. <laughs> if you have a mind, take the blood. Uh, amen. Okay. Now, so as a result of their sin, God cannot be hold to people, let alone savage them when they are under the condemnation of their sin. You see that? So God cannot be hold. He can't even look at them when they are under the condemnation of their sin. It's not only you can look at them, you can see. He can't look at them, let alone save them. That was the same way you don't look at his only beloved son. His only begotten, his beloved son, Jesus, when he was missing on the cross. Look at what he said in Mark chapter 156. And at the night of Jesus cried out to the Lord and said, Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabachthani. With his being in the my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? When Jesus was made the peak of sin, that was the night hour. As he was about to go, his child it is finished. When he was about saying Tetelai's time, the father turned his back at him. Not at his soul, but because he was not seeing his soul again, he was seeing sin. This man was made sin. The father cannot look at sin. He cannot even save sin. Let me use the word, even at that time, God could not save his son. His son had to die. <laughs> it is only begotten sinless son that was made sin could go that way. What about every other one of us? Are you getting what I'm saying? So the consequences of sin must catch up. The condemnation of sin must catch up with the sin, and if the sinner refuses to accept Jesus as his son and savior, the condemnation must catch up. The consequences will not catch up if you receive Jesus. But the condemnation will not catch up with you if you receive Jesus. The consequences will catch up with you still. But if you don't receive Jesus, both the condemnation and the consequences will catch up. The sin of the people is not atoned for when the priest dies while making atonement for their sins. This happens when, number one, the priest goes to make atonement not wearing the complete garment required of him by God, which among other things must have bears on them. The Metaphor says, verse 4, he shall put, he shall put on the holy linen coat, and he shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh, and shall be girded with the linen ghetto. You see, linen, 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 linen. And with the linen belt shall he be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore shall he wash his flesh in water, and so put them on. You see, linen, 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 required. If you want to use another material, trouble. <laughs> trouble. And let's look at Exodus chapter 28, verse 4 to 13. Verse 4 and 31 of the Bible says, And these are the garments which he shall make a breastplate and an effort. Number two, a robe. Number three, and a broad coat. Number four, a mirror. Number five, and a gentleman. And they shall make holy garments for Aaron thy brother and his sons, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt make the robe of, of the effort, all, all of received specifications. If he said, Make it blue, you can't make it red. Probably. And you wear them on inside, you will die. And there shall be an hole 
on the top of it. In the midst thereof, it shall be, it shall have a binding of woven work round about the whole of it, as it were the wool of an habitable that it be not rent. And beneath upon the hem of it, thou shalt make pomegranates of blue and of purple and of scarlet round about the head thereof, and the bears of gold between them round about. Is this specifications? So if you don't follow the specification as a priest, you wear that thing. When you go in there, you don't come out. <laughs> a golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and pomegranate upon the hem of the robe round about. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister, and his sound shall be heard when he goeth in unto the holy place before the Lord, and when he goeth out, that he die not. That he what? That he what? So if God has given this prescription and said, if you don't follow this prescription, you die. Try not to follow as a priest then. <laughs> Dress any idea. I enter there. You see that you come back and I, I hear what I'm saying. And you see, those were prescriptions. The dress code of the priest in the book of them. In the New Testament, he has the priest has dress code. Yes, what's that dress code? Christ is our dress code. We are not going there yet. Amen. So if he doesn't follow these prescriptions, he dies. Number two, if he enters the Holy of Holies at will or at any time other than the appointed time for atonement. So if you just type it, man, I just feel like everyone is a priest today. Not just say time. It's not time for atonement, you don't enter like that. Charlie, you will come back again. That's the end of the entry. You enter there <laughs> and the whole thing ends there. Amen. Look at the God's verse 16, verse 2. I use the King James verse 24, verse 26. And the Lord said unto Moses, Speak unto Aaron thy brother, that he come not at all times into the holy place within the faith before the mercy seat, which is upon the earth, that he die not. That he what? For we appear the cloud upon the mercy seat. That means he is English. He says, The most holy place in the tent of meeting is behind the curtain. The Lord said to Moses, Your brother. You hear that? He cannot go to any time he wants to. No! Tell him that! Tell him that! The Lord appears in the cloud over the leader of the covenant box. So Aaron will die if he does not obey the Lord. One in clear. <laughs> but if the priest fails to meet the requirements and he dies, the nation suffers the negative results. Now, it's all true scriptures. We're not really told that any priest died failing to meet this requirements. Are you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh-huh. and Phineas matter was a different matter. Are you know what I'm saying? He just came in and offered three fires. Amen. Uh, they came in and he, yes, they have said they fall into this category of entering the Holy of Holies as he wanted. Amen. Amen. Praise God. But we did see that the recurrent situation. Amen to Jesus. So, it means that a lot of priests were careful. But we don't know if they were priests who were careless also. Praise the Lord. But so if the priest dies, the negative effects will be felt by the people. Famine, hunger, death, epidemics. Why? Because for that period, their sins are not atoned for. Amen. Secondly, the atonement was done yet because the blood of animals could not atone eternally for the sins of men. If we not take away the sins of men, we've known that before. Now, so with all these constraints and challenges, you see, God used these things to just give man a taste. Like, just like I've always to understand, when God told them, He said, if a man touches a dead body, he should go and wash himself with household. How can God explain viral infection to them, dead, dead 
that time, say there could be viral infection. There could be each other all the way over again. We have viruses, we have uh, bacteria, could be bacteria infection. How we think, how we most understand? Even we call it spirit, how we understand what bacteria infection? If that comes and tell the of the bacteria, you see, you have to wash your hands to prevent bacteria infection after touching the human a corpse to prevent bacteria infection. You see? You said what? The flow will be at home. So God made it hard and fast. Wash your hand. Wash your hand after you become or you will be that of the midst of people. It was as if God was hard and difficult. No, it was just simple hygiene he was trying to put to place. And science makes us understand that the high soap that was used there is one of the most potent antiseptic the world will ever have. I you not say? Are you not something? So God had to put those things in place just to make sure that they were pointers to the future. Now today we are told if you go outside, wash your hand. We try to prevent bacterial infection. We try to prevent viral infection. We try to prevent bacteria and any of that by just simple hygiene. Then they do not understand simple hygiene using the word bacteria and virus. Now they can understand it. So what we were doing there was a pointer to what we are doing now. Same way, the priesthood and the, 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 the animal that was killed and blood of Jesus atonement was a pointer to what Jesus did physically. How can, how, if our Moses told them, God is sent a prophet like me to you. They didn't understand. Now how would they have been able to understand if God had told them, see, there is a lamb that I slain from the foundation of the earth, and this lamb we are told for your sins once and for all. So I'm trying to make you understand what that two men means, that it is too much in between. See, Moses called if on a normal day they will say, Where's the God made God you? Imagine when we will not start with that, that analysis and uh, 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 exigencies for them. Moses, what are you talking about there? They have something. Are you not saying? Well, this. And these pointers were still stressful and were not fulfilling the purpose. And you know what I'm saying? And it was not the will of God, it will never be his desire to see his people suffer the negative effects of the failure of the high priest. You see that? Number two, it will never be his desire to see his people continuously being unable to look, to, it will never be his desire for him to continuously be unable to look at man. I said, I said, because if a high priest feels death, sickness, epidemics, um, um, famine, all people begin to break loose in the land. Number two, if a high priest feels he cannot look at his people again because he's seen, it is seen there and he cannot be lucid. So it is never and it will never be God's desire for these two things to happen. Yes. So I people say the virus was God judging man. No, you are wrong, sir. God's desire is never to release viruses. It is the it is sin that attracts viruses. It is the devil that pays people wages with viruses. Yes. You say for some Christians that yeah, but the people that respect that was a passage. But the people that constituted that the devil used to arrange this thing, their own death is not only virus that will keep it. It's something that's worse than virus. Are you getting what I'm saying? So these are the consequences of sin. And it's never the desire of God for famine, plagues, epidemics, deaths, and all evils to hit man. No, it's never his desire. And neither is his desire for him not to be able to look at us. 
So in order to prevent this from happening, he gave Jesus to atone for the sin of not just Israel alone, but the world at large, once and for all. So as to prevent these two situations from coming up. Thus, Jesus is the worst and final atonement and sacrifice for the sins of men. By so doing, atonement was achieved once and for all time. With this, all who believe in and receive the worship of Jesus will no more be afraid of God the Father not beholding us again due to our sin. When Jesus died, the cutting separating the holies of holies from the inner court was torn from top to bottom with leather, very thick cutting, I think 40 feet, 40 feet and thick and 60 feet long, very thick cutting. See, this event was proof that the final and ultimate sacrifice for sin had been made and the final atonement for sin had been also made. And all the risks to atonement and sacrifice have been what? Fulfilled. And this meant that the old priesthood had ended. And a new priesthood had begun. The implication of the above acts of Jesus on all who believe in him and receive him as God and Savior is number one. We are now clothed with Jesus and now his righteousness. Or like the priest that has to run, I, I, I think I got a picture, I downloaded it from the internet. Man, that, that, that clothing is a clothing. They are different. The father will live better than the clothing. They live better. The breast, the urine, and the urine, the, the red, the blue, the red, the red. Ah, sha, sha. That's not a compass of dressing. Just to eat all the food in there, you have to catch. But we thank God because of the finished work of Jesus. Jesus is our dressing. We are dressed with Jesus. We are covered with him. He's our urine and our sewing. He's our hair he's our, he's our of the garment. He's everything. He's everything. Let me, let me, let me try and see if I can get, get that picture out. So I'll begin to call Jesus for us. Oh, Marianne Yes, look at it here. Look at it here. It's, 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 you have what? First, the meat. You have the meat. That's like the head here. And that's Exodus 28, verse 38 to 39. The book of Exodus shows us every of this. The meat. And what is our meat? What is our meat? It, it's our, it's our, it's our, it's our uh, helmet of salvation. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then you have the, you have, you have the blue lister under the meat, still under the helmet of salvation, which is also Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And we have the gold, gold, golden clasp, which is on the shoulder there. It's just, it just on the shoulder, the golden clasp there. It actually helps to hold the, the, the urine and the turin. With the urine and turin is used to, 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 to hear from God. Yes, and, and, and there, there are stones also on this breastplate. Amen to Jesus. There, 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 are, there are different stones on this breastplate. But now this is used to hold the breastplate. And we, we have what we call our breastplates. They are our breastplate of righteousness. And who is our breastplate of righteousness? It's Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now we, 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 we have what you call uh, the, the human maturing now inside the breastplate also, and that's where we have the Holy Spirit to give us revelation. The human maturing is the Holy Spirit in Jesus. Praise God forevermore. We have the leader, the, the, the leader preaches, and this is also our, our, our this, this has to do with the garments, the, 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 the garments, and they talk about our garments of righteousness, our righteous garment, which is Jesus, not 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 defiled in any way, in any way. And it has the leader, the leader ghetto, 
the Bible says, Adam said, Gideon, Gideon, with the word of truth, praise God forevermore. And that is Jesus. And we have the curious ghetto. That's also a ghetto. Get me out of ways. Gideon, with the word of truth. And we have what you call the effort. It's, it's in part of the garment coming together, which is Jesus, our righteousness. We have the upper robe. That is the vessel that is worn. This is the robe of our righteousness, which is Jesus also. And we have the inner robe, the third robe, which is also Jesus. You see, here we have three robes. We have the first row, the second row, and then we have the ghetto, that's like a terrible belief. And that speaks about God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The complete God that God had covered us. And you get what I'm saying? And we have what you call the gold, you have, you have the, the golden bells. The golden bells that make the noise, that sing praises unto God. That's what the is believe that these bells were actually also meant to use to sing praises unto God. And that speaks about many hearts that gives praises unto God. It speaks of the, the, the joy of the and we together. And then if you look at the, the priest, there was actually no footwear that was prescribed for them. That means we're supposed to even as if we are both barefooted. But remember the Bible says we have the shoes of what? Our shoes of what? Of readiness. That's our shoes of readiness, of salvation. And in, in, in this in this in this garment, there's nothing called the sword of the spirit. There's an addition to our new garment. It is called the sword of the spirit. And in this garment, there's nothing called the breastplate of righteousness. Which but in, 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 sorry, sorry, there's nothing called the shield of faith. In this garment, there is no shield because the priest is not fighting, is not, is not fighting here. He's going to make atonement. But we we have not just only been we have not only been atoned for, we not only wear the righteousness of God, we also want have the shield of faith, which quenches the very that of what? Of the enemy. So why the priest have to have prescriptions in his clothing, in his covering, but we our prescription is Jesus. Yes. He's our glory. He has clothed us with his righteousness. That's why he's the final and ultimate sacrifice. So the Corinthians 5 21 says, For he has made him to be seen for us. Who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him? Imagine the priest had to make sure that he wore everything with precision, with precision, with precision. Or else if he loses one, if he misses one out of the dress code, he but let me tell you something. If any man be in Christ, Jesus is his precision in clothing. You don't need to think of how to put the headgear on the first coming, the second coming, the third coming. Jesus is already covering us. So we are not thinking of how to be precise. He is our precision before the Father. Because 
they can perceive the smell of their child. It's from death, so they know they're not different between their own child and another child. Wow. And the boy went to meet the father and told the father, I'm like, oh, this is, this is, this is, this is terrible. This, 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 this lamb is going to die. Now, what actually happened was that the mother died, the lamb survived. Now, why this one that's the mother that survived, one of her lamb also died. I get what I'm saying? So the father went and he looked at what he did. He saw that one of the lamb of the one that survived also died. What did he do? He skinned that lamb that was dead and put it on top the living lamb of the other mother. Put the skin of the living lamb. Or put the skin on the living lamb of the dead mother and took it to the living mother and the mother accepted it to someone. Because when the mother smelled the lamb, she smelled herself that was the dead king's skin that was on top the lamb that was seen. Like no wonder Isaac said, no wonder Isaac said, I hear the voice of Jacob, but I feel the skin of Esau. And that was a substitutionary work that Jesus said, I hear the voice of Jacob, but I feel the skin of Esau. Because of the skin of Esau, I will bless you. When we come before the Father, it's not our voice the Father listens to, it's the skin of Jesus he feels. And so because of the skin of Jesus, we accepted it of all. He is our new brother. So it's all about wearing scarf or wearing skirt or wearing trousers. Yes, foundation is important, but it's about wearing Jesus. Yes! Let me watch, please. Yeah. No, but what is the effect? We are not kings and priests. That is to say, we are royal priests because Jesus made us so. Revelations 1 verse 6 and 5 verse 6 says, And have made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. What? He made us kings and priests to the Father. Why did he make us kings and priests? So we shall reign on the earth. Because of the fulfilled work of Jesus, because he did the once and final atonement, child of God, we must reign on the earth. We are talking about now. We will start playing now. I will bring the millennial and praise God forevermore. That is that we can say, for you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show for the praise of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous life. And then number three, what is the effect? We can come into the holies of holies anytime we want. All like the priest of old who cannot. God told Moses, tell him, you cannot come in anytime you want. But now, we can come in anytime we want. Hebrews 4 verse 16. Let us therefore come, as if we don't just come in, we come in more boldly. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. We can come in boldly anytime we want. If I we can pray without ceasing. Yes. The reason why we can pray without ceasing is because we can come in any time. You pray without ceasing. You stay there. In the old time, the priest going to the Holy Spirit is only when it was time for atonement. But in the New Testament in Christ, we live in the Holy Spirit. Yes. We live there. And we live boldly in the Holy Spirit. And why did this happen? Why could this happen? It's all because of Jesus. Give up your hands and glorify Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 
watching and listening to this teaching. We invite you to watch and listen to more Pluru teachings by Pastor Chumdi Ohahuna. You can subscribe and watch our YouTube channel for more videos of these series and other series. Or listen via Grace Life Podcast on Anchor FM. We would like to hear from you via email, 
if you made the prayer of salvation and would like to share your testimonies from this ministration. Grace to you.